Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Trickeration is a new weekly podcast that deep dives into some of the craziest attempts at deception in sports. I'm your host, Matt Waxman. And each week, I interview key players in some of the most bizarre attempts to unlevel the playing field. Find Trickeration on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Not this part. We're here live. What's going on? Rock. It's a Friday. How we doing? <laughs> Good, man. So we were talking yesterday about all this weirdness. Everything's weird right now in the <laughs> college football. So let me ask you, because I was wondering about this. What is wrong with only playing conference schedules? I don't think there's anything wrong with it unless you're, you know, well, first of all, some of these you know, lesser, you know, group of five teams, FCS teams, that they schedule games. Like, for instance, Bowling Green was supposed to open, I believe, first or second game of the year against Ohio State. That that, that was right. going to gain Bowling Green, I think, $1.2 million for their athletic department, yep. right? So now does it, you know, that obviously doesn't hurt uh, Ohio State not playing that game, but Bowling Green, some of these MAC schools, some of these FCS schools that play, Alabama and play some of these Big Ten SEC teams, that's a significant part of their their budget for the year, for their entire athletic department. Right. So that in that sure. regard, it, it, it cuts out a lot. Um, you know, and you'll get – look, there were some games like um, – who was it? Uh, Ohio State and, and Oregon were going to play. Man, that's a pretty big at-a-conference game. I think there was, you know, USC, uh, you know, Notre Dame, you know, those, those kind of games that you'll miss, some big ones out there. But – there's not a ton of <laughs> big at a conference games. I was looking through some of the lists, and there's about you know four or five of them that were like, "Wow, that's gonna be a big game." You know, Notre Dame, Wisconsin. That, that's a big game that we'll miss. But there's also a lot of games that not a lot of people were gonna really watch on TV. Well, you know, Ohio State versus like Troy State is hardly ever a barn burner, right? <laughs> you know, yeah. Stuff yeah. like that, right? But, but, but you yeah, know, let's it, get it, another. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, let's get a third voice involved here as we do every Friday. Let's uh, talk to our good friend Richard Skinner from uh, Local 12. Skinny, how are you? Good, guys. How are you? Good. We're doing well. So, Skinny, your thoughts on this uh, college? Because uh, I'm wondering, and Rocky being a domer, who are they going to play? I don't know. Are they just going to go out and, <laughs> uh, and beg for a football game someplace? I don't know. You're, at, you're not in a conference. Who in hell do you play? Yeah, I mean, they are locked in, although they're not conference games. They are locked into, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, there's like six ACC opponents. They, they cut a deal right. with them um, you know, a few years ago. Uh, but if the ACC goes to conference-only games, those are not counted as conference games. So, um, yeah, Notre Dame's going to be searching far and wide. You know, to the point you guys were just talking about, about, about the bye games and some of the, even the bigger intersectional games that, that we're going to miss, uh, they are important in some ways, especially when you're sorting out um, you know, teams for the college football playoffs. Uh, you know, if, if, if the SEC goes and beats uh, the Big 12, as they, or, or rather the Pac-12, as they did last year when Auburn beat Oregon, I kind of put them behind the eight ball, the, the Pac-12. And, and, you know, when you get 
um, you know, Ohio State playing a big out-of-conference game, and they win. That gets the Big Ten a leg up. So uh, I think this year it's just going to be all conference schedules, and, and I think we can agree what happened yesterday is just the tip of the iceberg. I, I, the SEC is going to meet on Monday. I would imagine they're going to do it. The Pac-12 talked about doing it over the weekend. Um, you know, that's sure. we're, we're, we're now at, then at three of the Power Five. The, the, you know, the, the Big 12 will probably they'll all probably do it when, when push comes to shove, which is, which is unfortunate. But I guess, understandably, the only thing for me is how are we going to sort all these teams out Come playoff time. No, I, I think you're absolutely right, Skinny. What was it? Was it two or God, maybe three years ago, Oklahoma played Ohio State with Baker Mayfield. Right. Remember, remember right. planting the flag after the game, and that that oh, really yeah. kind of put Oklahoma in, in the driver's seat and made a case for them to make it to the college football playoff. And then you know, Ohio State. I think they want. Is that the same year they lost to Purdue? I think maybe. But I anyway, so. yeah, that's, I think, yeah, yeah. You, you're right. That that does. It, there is again some of those big games. Ohio State, you know, Oregon. Not that. Maybe the the Pac-12 is a power conference right now, but you go there and you whoop up on a pretty big, you know, preseason top ten, top fifteen team. That that, that it adds to your resume. I, I think it's kind of what you're saying, and I, and I totally agree. Yeah, the, the other thing too is, um, look, even the big schools need that breather week or two along the way. I mean, if you're playing, and not every team in your conference is great. Obviously, there's there's some some bad teams in every conference. Rutgers has been bad for a few years. Um, you know, the, the, you have some some essentially buy games inside your conference. But if you're adding a couple of tougher conference games. Um, and taking away what, what you would have had with the bye games, like the Ohio State Bowling Green game you mentioned, what you jokingly referred to as, as Ohio State Troy State, um, that, that's a grind. I mean, that, that, that's really hard to have 10 really or maybe 9 of 10 weeks be a grind as opposed to, you know, the first few weeks you can ease into your schedule. You can, you know, you got some young guys you want to see if they're ready to play at that level and all those things. Uh, again, this is not a perfect world. Uh, you know, they're, they're trying to make the best of it. Uh, I think the thing that was most distressing is what you heard from the AD of Ohio State, Gene Smith, where he sounded almost, uh, almost pessimistic yeah. about having a season whatsoever. So if you're going to ask me, would I rather have a conference only season or no season? I'll, I'll go with the conference only season. And, and I know it stinks for, it stinks for UC. I mean, they were going to go play at Nebraska for the first time, which would have been really cool. Um, you know, I, I don't know if I want to consider that a buy game for Nebraska because it certainly isn't. UC is probably better. Um, but, you know, they're missing that game too. So it, it did. Again, though, I'd rather have a conference only season than no season. Well, and back to your previous point there, Skinny, about, you know, some of these, you know, out of conference game, you know, a team being able to, ease into the season a little bit that that's good for the team but in terms of the the college football fan the viewer you know a lot of these stadiums are sitting empty i remember not too long ago nick saban complaining about hey how come no one's yeah. show, you know these kids aren't showing up to the games like well you're you know yeah you're, you're playing um you know weber state to open up the season and then you're you know scheduling southwest missouri state uh the second week and this is a world where there's so much to do, so much to garner our attention. You've got to create must-see television events and must-see sporting events. And I would say, you know, interconference games are much more likely to garner interest than some of those out-of-conference uh, games that we're, we already know what the, the, the result's going to be before the game starts. Yeah, yeah you're right. But the, the other side to it, again, is for some of those smaller schools, they need that payday. And you could oh, argue totally. they be, maybe, maybe they shouldn't be Division One football programs. Then, if they, you know, if they can't self-sustain themselves without that, maybe they should just should give it up altogether. And maybe that's what comes out of all this. Maybe at the end of the day, for some of these schools, it's just the, the feasibility, affordability of, of big-time Division One football just isn't in the cards any longer. And maybe it hasn't been for a long time, and they've been kidding themselves. Maybe that comes out out of this. I'm not saying that's a good that comes out of this, but maybe that comes out of this. And maybe the, the, the big conferences looking say, you know what? This 
10-game conference schedule, this is pretty interesting. This worked out pretty well for all of us. And, yeah, we'll add maybe one marquee game outside of it and, uh, you know, a lesser game outside of that, and that rounds out our 12-game schedule. Maybe that, you know, there's a lot of things I think that can come out of this when all said and done. Uh, it's just it, – it, it, I think it was a shocker for yesterday, but I think, I, like I said, I think we were trending this direction all along anyway. Yeah. So, Skinny, let's uh, – we'll switch gears here for a second talk about baseball. Yeah. A lot of these players, man, they're starting to back out and everybody's expressing kind of concern and this and that and the other. Or is, is, or is, are people starting to play games here or, you know, you think it's legit how many guys are going to back out? Do you think this season's going to happen, honestly? I do, because, but I do think you're going to see even a handful more back out and guys that certainly have the wherewithal to do it, like Buster Posey. Um, unless Buster Posey has been completely irresponsible with his money, Buster Posey is living quite comfortably, I'm, I'm sure, and going to live quite comfortably without his salary for this year. And for some of these guys, I think it's, you know, Mike Trout's been talked about. He's getting ready to have a baby, and, uh, you know, he may, he may opt out, and you can say, man, he's leaving eight mil on the table. Well, you know, he's making 37 million. And guess what? He may give up the eight mil this year for peace of mind and to be with his family. Guess what he's going to get next year if we have a full season? He's right back to getting that $37 million. You can refill the bank account pretty well with that. So I think you're going to see for sure some of the guys that are making a really good piece of change may balk here at the end. But the guys with the middle-level salaries and, and uh, certainly some of the guys making the minimum salaries, you know, that, that don't have a lot of time in the league and don't have a lot of money in the bank, I think they're still going to be around. You're going to miss some superstars. And at that point, I guess baseball has to, to argue, you know, is, is, it, is it worth it? I, I think it probably is. If a few little stars opt out, so be it. That's their decision to make. Um, you know, maybe this benefits the Reds when all said done. Other guys opt out. Other teams have good guys opt out. Well, so much better for the Reds. Yeah. Don't you think, though, Skinny, if, look, if, if I'm Mike Trout, I am the face of baseball. I'm a young guy. Yeah, I'm paid very well. But I'm kind of the, the sport. And I think a guy like him in the echelon he's in thinks about his legacy, right? Well, maybe not a lot of players do. I, I think he does. Don't you think that looks bad on him? I understand the concerns and all that, but I think the average fan skinny is going to say, look, you're a, a healthy young guy. You have any and all sort of treatments and modalities and safety measures for your family and stuff, and you're, not, you're going to set out this season. I think people are going to say, is it, is it about COVID or is it about, you know, it just this doesn't work out for you financially? I, I just don't, I don't think that's going to look well for his legacy. What do you think? Yeah, I, I, you know, again, you can use the COVID, and I don't want to say an excuse, because I think for some players, it certainly is a real concern. I get it. Um, and for others, it's just simply not. I think if he uses that, I think it's hard for any of us to really look at him and go, so is this is really why you're opting out? Well, if it is, I, I guess I have to say I get it. I, I, I think your point is, is, is warranted, Rocky, because I do think there'll be fans that will think that way. I'm just going to have a hard time thinking that way. To me, yeah, I can be a little cynical and say, look, he's got enough money in the bank. He doesn't need this 60-game schedule. Um, he doesn't want to run the risk of it in a 60-game schedule. But if a guy decides he doesn't want to play because of COVID concerns or to be with his family, especially you know, if you're having a baby and you're worried about you know, bringing it home, um, then okay, I'm going to have to take your word for that and, and, and let the game go on. Um, last thing, Skinny, and I literally just heard this. Our news department talked about it. The Bengals came out with their um, whatever. Not not that I think there's going to be fans. I hope there is, but there are safety <laughs> protocols for fans. And one thing I, that I saw was, you know, no tailgating. I mean, is it possible to go to an NFL football game and not what? tailgate before? <laughs> I think for See, a lot I, of fans, I told you not. off air that I hadn't heard this stuff yet. No tailgating. <laughs> what yeah. the hell? I'm not sure yeah, it's no, impossible. That, that... <laughs> yeah, they, they've not issued that, I don't think, publicly, but they did send it to season ticket holders, which is, I guess, as public as it can be to let them know that that's going to take place. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've gone to Kansas City the last couple of years to cover Bengals, Chiefs, one you know, preseason and regular season. And I swear, I think people, the majority of people go just to tailgate. And, you know, they do feel the same. But I think there's others who just come to tailgate. I mean, it's a big, it's a big thing for a lot, a lot of folks. Um, but yeah, I think part of it though is if you're only going to have you know, what, what did Baltimore set theirs at? 14,000 capacity is what they were going to do in a 71,000-seat stadium, which if you do the percentage of it, that probably puts Paul Brown at 12,000 capacity somewhere along those lines. Um, it, you well, know, the environment's That's kind of what different. they've been drawing, so they should well, be yeah. fine. <laughs> 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 probably some truth to that. Um, yeah, yeah I, I think for a lot of people, though, man, it, and, and they can opt out. And maybe fans will say, listen, I can't tailgate. I don't want my season tickets back. And um, that, that is certainly an interesting decision that, that, that they announced, certainly sent to the season ticket holders. All right, with that, Skinny, we'll let you go. Thanks so much, buddy. All right, I'm going to pop the top and go tailgate myself right now. There you go, right man. <laughs> Richard uh, Skinner from Local 12. I had not heard that. You, I mean, you saw that before I did. I had not seen those rules yet. But yeah, it came out not uh, not that, that long ago. That, I mean, that's I mean, that's one more reason to sit at home again. And and I I don't think fans are really going to have much of a choice in this this season. But just in right. in general, not not uh, having the tailgate option, man, that's that's rough. That, that's the main reason people go to games. Well, why not have you know, again have your buddies come over? Hang out on your back porch or your patio or your deck or whatever the hell. I don't care if you're in your front yard or at some park up the street. Get together with your friends and eat some chicken wings and drink some beers. That's kind of what it's all about. And if you can't do that, I really rock. I'm with you. I don't know how many people are going to want to go. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it, look, it, it's in the parking lots, the, the Bengals um, parking lots. They where, own them, right? Not, yeah, yeah. so you're not allowed to tailgate there. Look, I mean, they can't. They can't stop you. Nobody can stop you from having some people over your house before the game before you come on down. But uh, I mean, the, the point is usually you you get there nice and early. You warm the you know get the grill fired up. You know six seven a.m. or whatever, and right. crack the first beer, and then you get all rowdy, and then you make your way on into the trek on over to the stadium <laughs> to drink Jägermeister shots at eight thirty in the morning. Come on, man! Right. Dare them take that away from us. Well, we check in with traffic now. What is going on, Rob? Hey, they'll let you inside the stadium and pay 14 bucks for a burger. Yeah. yeah. Money drives it. Yeah, it does. From the UC Health Traffic Center, your accidents can help save lives. Please help prevent the spread of COVID-19 by wearing a mask, practicing social distancing, and washing your hands often. Heads up for some debris left over in the road from an earlier accident. Westbound 275, just past Route 42, Lebanon. You're slow to read, Hartman. The delay there is still about five minutes. These are construction delays. 20 minutes uh, southbound 275 on the Indiana side of the Carroll Cropper Bridge. They flipped sides now with the bridge inspections. The right lane is closed on the southbound side. You're heavy toward the Ohio State line. A 10-minute delay, southbound uh, 75 from south of Hopple. Make that 14 minutes. 10 minutes southbound or northbound from 275. 10 minutes on uh, westbound 275 from beyond Madison Pike and the construction there. I'm Rob Williams, News Radio 700, WLW. Betty and Rocky for a Friday. Just talking to Richard Skinner about... Well, Rocky had these facts. I had not seen this yet. They are going to allow a certain number of Bengals fans into the games, apparently. And Skinny pointed out it would probably be about, what, 12, maybe 13,000 rocks, something like that. 
Yeah, something like that. If and, and I really believe that is going to wind up being zero. But at least the plan right now is to have that amount. But part of it is also you. There is going to be no tailgating. Well, that's in the Bengals lots, of course. If you're going to go to some of the surrounding lots, apparently that's still on. But um, but Rock and I were talking off the air. Shoot, all that means is people are going to be getting faced at their house and driving to the game and having a you know the car bar set up there in their car and the guy in the back seats may oh what's another bloody blah and all that stuff. Man, I I don't know. That's a little uh, a little dangerous. Unintended consequences, Ed. and that's the whole thing with COVID. It's filled with unintended consequences, right? All right, let's keep yes. the kids home from school, and that way they can't get COVID. Okay, well, while they're home, they're not getting anything worth you could call a, a good education. You know, a lot of them are subject to some bad environments. There's depression issues. There's, you know, all sorts of things that, you know, okay, it's not like you just do one thing and now everything is, is all peaches and roses. No, there's other consequences that pop up. So I think it's a good point. Yeah, people are going to be doing a lot of tailgating on the way down to the game, knowing they can't sit there two, three hours for the game and have their yes. 12 beverages before they walk in. <laughs> no no tailgating in car beverages. Yeah. And we'll talk more about that later, I'm sure. But now it is the new. And we'll talk also next about during the lockdown, the average number that uh, – Different states spent drunk. The average person spent drunk of those days during lockdown. They broke it down. I don't know where they got these numbers, (laughs) but it's right there. And you might be surprised. But now the news. News Radio 700 WLW. All right, back with Eddie and Rocky. So, Rock, I was t- talking about before the before the break. There, the average number of hours each state spent drunk in lockdown, then based on an average of eleven weeks of lockdown. Okay, yeah. Which I think okay, it, it's yeah, but, obviously yeah. I think it's been longer than that. But this was taken in eleven weeks, and I was scrolling through the list, and I'm seeing uh, the. Most uh, drunk uh, states. And I'm finding that South Dakota apparently wins at 468 hours. What? That's a lot. That seems like I don't even know how you function. (laughs) Wait, what, what state was it again? That was South Dakota. But, hell, you're in South Dakota. Surprisingly, Correct. it looks like Nevada was the least at 33. Wouldn't have guessed that. Wouldn't have, would have thought. Uh, well, that's what I'm all saying. Those... Well, yeah. yeah. Hey, everything's been closed, so you, know, you don't got any place to go. Now, so I, I don't wonder think, how many of these think... states. Yeah, I was saying, I wonder how many of these states. Uh, I mean, some states did. They, they did. They declared liquor stores non-essential. Right. So. I know South Dakota didn't, but uh, apparently not. (laughs) Uh, But here locally, Ohio, 176. Not not bad. The home of bourbon. And here's a, a surprise for you. Kentucky, 
came in at 50. Really? Huh. Yeah. They're just so used to all right. There's not, it's not any more excess drinking. It's just kind of a, a, always in a steady level of yeah. drinking. <laughs> I just think they just don't. Well, I'm not reporting that I'm drinking. I just, that's the way it is. <laughs> in Indiana. Tuesday, ends and why? <laughs> bam. And in Indiana checks in right in the middle at 102. So, you know, you, you're you all over the place here. But uh, let me see. I wanted to see Florida. I hadn't checked Florida. Huh. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. But Florida was actually better than Ohio. 179. But uh, you're, you're just sitting around uh, power drinking and getting drunk. How do you even know? How do you keep count? You know, That's how do thing. you self-report yeah. that? <laughs> I, I just know just... just from talking to a lot of people, I, more people I've talked to who usually, you know, don't drink throughout the week. They're like, yeah, during this, you know, usually every every night we had one or two drinks, right? Just because, mm-hmm. you know, look, you don't, you know, a lot of folks were out of work, so they didn't have to get up early in the morning or anything. And what the hell, let's take a little bit of this edge off. One of my favorite videos of all, the, I mean, of the whole year was during the, you know, kind of the height of the pandemic. This guy went jogging through his neighborhood, <laughs> and he stopped by every recycling bin, and it was always like, you know, eight bottle, empty bottles of wine and a 24-pack. Oh, yeah. Then he'd go to the next driveway, and it was, you know, three bourbon bottles and, you know, whatever. It was, yeah. it was like every house he stopped at. It was hilarious, man. <laughs> well, that's what the other day I was like going, you know, we do need another, another bottle of vodka, and Deb's like, I can't go to the liquor store and get another bottle of vodka. They're going to start asking questions here. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. I'm just telling you, we don't have any more. You told them you were making a hand sanitizer out of it, right? Can you, weren't people doing that, making hand sanitizer out of the vodka? Bootleg sanitizer in my (laughs) bathtub. (laughs) Oh, man. We have John Matteries coming up. Uh, don't waste your money. He'll tell us how not to, but now we got traffic. Rob, what is going on? Buddy? From the UC Health Traffic Center, your actions can help save lives. Please help prevent the spread of COVID-19 by wearing a mask, practicing social distancing, and washing your hands often. Latest accidents are on the side roads. One on Harrison at Ribold, the other Ashtree Drive at Kirby, and a third on East McMicken, south of Vine Street. You've got plenty of construction delays. 20 minutes on southbound 275 on the Indiana side of the Carroll Cropper Bridge. Now the right lane's closed on the bridge. You're heavy to the Ohio state line 10 minute delay westbound 275 from taylor mill 12 minute delay on southbound 75 from south of hopple and a seven minute delay northbound from 275 in erlanger i'm rob williams news radio 700 wlw eddie and rocky as we do this time every friday rock we talk to this guy from channel nine don't waste your money 
John Matteries, what's going on? Hey, brother, can you spare a dime? <laughs> yeah, you know That's what, John? Problem. I'm just telling Rock. I, I knew you were going to talk about this. Mm-hmm. I just went to I just, went to the store. I, I had three bucks on me. So a, mm-hmm. a bag of ice at UDF down just down the street from me costs yeah. two oh nine. So I mm-hmm. go in there with my three bucks, and the girl looks at me like, uh, "Do you have any more change?" I was like, "I I, I have no. three dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I do not have a dime on me. I wish I did, yeah. but sorry, I can't help you." Yeah, crazy. It's unbelievable. Uh, some guy contacted me the other day, and he was furious. He said, you know, I went to, to, to get a snack, and I got a Coke and a sandwich, fast food restaurant, and the bill was $4.40, and I gave him a 5 and they said, well, we don't have any change. He said, what? They said, no, we have no change. Do you have anything smaller? Have any singles? He said, no. Do you have a credit card? No, I got $5 for you. He ended up paying 5 bucks for his 440 sandwich, and he said, this is crazy. So we started looking into it, and just this week, this national coin shortage has really right. hit the big ones listening area. It's unbelievable. Suddenly now today, I posted a story on WCPO.com early this morning after we did the report, and since then I've been flooded by people telling me what stores they're not finding coins at. Some Kroger's now are putting up signs at their cash register saying we don't have any coins. Chipotle, people are saying they went in to get a burrito, and there's another one. No coins, no change, nah, baby, nah. So what is it, John? Is it a sanitary thing? People don't want to touch dirty coins? Well, what is it? Yeah, yeah, that's a lot of it. Uh, basically, two problems. One is, you know, during the pandemic, those two months, March, April, you know, everything shut down. The IRS shut down. That's why tax refunds are late. That's a whole other story. But the uh, U.S. Mint shut down for about six to eight weeks, was not producing any coins. So that then caused coin shortages to the banks. And now the banks are telling convenience stores, fast food restaurants, you can't come in here and get $500 worth of coins because we got to limit you to just 100 bucks worth of coins. And so it's just wow. trickling down, just like with toilet paper and everything else, so that the coins are disappearing. Now, on top of that, you just you just mentioned it. On top of that, a lot of people don't want to handle coins because they heard early on that COVID-19 loves coins, and it'll live on metal pieces, metal change for, like, what, 10 years. Well, I think now they're saying COVID doesn't live on stuff that long, but yeah, people freaked out. They don't want to touch it. So if they have coins, they just kind of, you know, they drop them in their car or they just don't want them or they throw them away or they're not even carrying them in their pocket. So it's a combination of the two things, the mint slowing down and then people not wanting to touch the stuff. And as a result, you go into convenience store, you go to buy your beer, whatever, hand them a 10, and uh, you may have to pay an extra an extra buck because they don't have change. See, I, I remember when my, my old man back in the day, he'd have, and I'm sure that a lot of people listening right now, their dads were the same way. They'd walk mm-hmm. around with like seven dollars worth of change in their pocket. <laughs> you know, it's like, what are you, yeah, dude? Are you going to the casino? What are you doing yeah. right now? And I mean, I if I ever have more than dollars worth of change in my pocket, it's it's because somebody just gave me that, and I'm just yeah. taking it to some place and and putting it away. Yeah, I don't like having more than, than, than 50 cents. You're probably like that, too. Right. Now, you'll keep, you'll keep some singles and some fives because you never know when you need to chip right. that stripper, for instance, when you're out at the, you know, at the club. Well, it, I like to, 
Yeah, Corey throws those twenties around those joints. John, come on. Are they, are come they on. Like a dollar. <laughs> when was the last time you were in one of these places, yeah, buddy? John Matteris goes there. John Matteris walked in to, and, and hands the girl a, a quarter. Right. <laughs> right. <For a> dance. <laughs> right. Yeah, you look like you're uh, you're worn out. Here, here's a quarter. Just leave me alone. Here's a quarter, honey. Do another dance. Yeah, now, do you think some of this? Do you think some of this too, though? Is I mean, just in general, younger people don't carry cash anymore. I mean, Ed, how many? I mean, you're, you're young yeah. kids, right? Oh. I mean, not they're yeah, not young, yeah, yeah. but they, yeah, they, they don't. They, they, buy a, they don't at all. They yeah, might, if, uh, you know, if, if, if the younger one's going yeah. to um, like Subway or something, he'll yeah. uh, look in his wallet and he might have, and he, you know, he's got a job, he's making okay money and stuff, and he might have. 10, 15 bucks in his wallet. So he'll go to Subway or whatever and get himself a sandwich. But no, nah, man, they don't. You kidding me walking around with 20, 40, you know, 50 bucks? Yeah. That, that's well, unheard they just of. Don't wanna, they just don't want to go to the bank. I, I, a lot of young people have told me that. They're like, why? Like, I can, I can get the same thing. I'm not getting charged or anything. I got a debit card. Yeah. So yeah. it's just more yeah, convenient. All, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're all using Venmo and Cash App, and that's awesome. So, you know, we're kind of getting away from cash. So, you know, it doesn't affect them so much. But, you know, for us dudes that were used to paying <laughs> paying with money, it's like, oh, boy, so watch out. Carry some change in your car or just look under, like, the seat. You look under the seat, you can usually find, you know, four or five bucks worth of change. There you go. Correct. Well, in Boymano here, he could go through his couch cushions and find, like, $12,000. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he got that NFL <laughs> money, man. Oh, well, yeah, he's got that athlete <laughs> so, money. So, exactly. so uh, hey, John, you, you mentioned uh, a minute ago about tax refunds. What's going yeah. on there? Oh, a lot of delays. Uh, they're now saying they just said this past week, the IRS, that as many as 5 million people are still waiting on their tax refunds. You know, that should have come in May. You know, after filing in April, you know, a lot of people oh, who wow. filed back in the spring, uh, February, March, April, are still waiting. And it all has to do the same thing with the IRS being basically shut down for two months. They're so far behind. And the worst is if you filed a paper return. And I'm like, oh, who still files a paper return? Well, it, it's amazing. There's millions of people who still file by paper, you know, mostly mostly guys, you know, over the age of 50, and that's how they always did it. And if you filed a paper return, wow, you could be waiting until September or October to get that $2,000 refund. That sucks. <laughs> You know, right yeah, now, a lot of people count on that. Yeah, coming in. Yeah, a lot of people counting on that refund, and it may not come through until uh, later this year. And uh, but now, you know, I did that report too, and now people are contacting me, you know, on Facebook and saying, "Well, wait a minute, John, I filed electronically back in April, and I still don't have my refund." So it's affecting everything. Just uh, just a real slowdown and tough to get money. Although, isn't it interesting how when you owe the IRS money? You better pay by the deadline. <laughs> yeah. You Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Better pay. Yeah. But when they so are going knocking on your door. 
Yeah, when you yeah, when they owe you money, it's like, hey, where's my money? Actually, the good news is you have another week to do your taxes. July fifteenth this year is the IRS tax deadline. So Eddie, you better get well, home that. And that up was the tax. thing with us, and and I'm sure a lot of people have done this. We were, I was like, yeah, we have until July. Don't worry about it. So the other yeah. day, Deb looks at me and goes, you know, we haven't filed our taxes. I'm like, oh shoot. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so people are forgetting. Yeah. Right, exactly. So, John, what about one last thing before we let you go? How about um, all the stuff that's uh, missing from store shelves? Because you go in there, and I I like a certain kinds of of Coke products. Yeah. I go into my Kroger. There's there's three Kroger around me, and I just go to different ones, and they have Coke, Diet Coke, and Sprite, and that's pretty much it. And that's it. You go, where's the Coke Zero? Where's the people right. are asking me, where's the Diet Dr. Pepper? Uh, it's amazing because some of the off brands, the less popular ones you can't find. And the bottom line is we talked to Kroger about it and they said that the manufacturers and the distributors right now, because of all the shortages, they're just basically sending the popular stuff. So the popular Coke, the popular, you know, uh, root beer, the popular spaghetti sauce, if it didn't sell a lot, they're kind of not taking up truck space with it now, and they're just sending the popular stuff because they need to keep the shelves stocked with Coke. So that kind of makes sense, but it's amazing. The number of things, you know, people are telling me uh, I can't find Pam cooking spray. And it's like, okay, but, you know, it's like one of those little things that you can't find. It's hard to find. Barks root beer is gone. And uh, I think I talked to you about this one, Con's hot dogs. I mean, Cincinnati's favorite hot dog. And it's like, it's like finding gold right now, you know? The official hot dogs of the Cincinnati Reds. And it's like, uh, where are they? They're really hard to find because they're stocking the shelves with Ballpark Franks, which is kind of Con's sister brand because uh, it's a national brand, but not Con's, which is the Cincinnati favorite. So it's just crazy. Just crazy. All and right, with John, with that, we'll, <laughs> we, will, we will let you go. Thanks, buddy. Great talking to you guys. Stay safe and don't waste your money. Thanks, John. All right. With that, we'll uh, let John go. And coming back, we will have – uh, we got Dave Hatter talking about scams out there right now during uh, COVID. Yeah, when at a time when people are most vulnerable, right, and not in a great position, uh, here come all the scammers and trying to find a way to get the, your money any way possible. So we'll talk to John, uh, Dave about it. We'll talk to uh, Dave about it after the news right now. News Radio 700 WLW. I believe the first time I remember the internet being used to scam people out of money was 9-11. Remember that, people? You're getting phone calls from, oh, we're the Word Cross, or, you know, we're such and such, and the police, some weirdo police fund that you didn't know who they were, and they're calling you, they're sending you emails and all that stuff. Well, that, that's only just built on itself. Now, anytime there's some kind of big tragedy, like going on right now with COVID, people are jumping all over it. You're getting spam calls. You're getting spam emails about giving money. And, of course, everybody who's got a little bit extra money has got a soft spot right now. Yeah, they, they hit you when you're either A, vulnerable, or you're you're in a position where, God, I wish there was something I could do, right? Yeah, I mean, that's where a lot of people are in this. If they're doing okay, they want to help someone else. So they're, they they get you when you're, 
your defenses are down. And, um, I mean, that's the common denominator. But, yeah, I guess the newest one is um, people are, are posing as, you know, like COVID-19 healthcare workers and, you know, that sort of thing. And they're going to help you out. They're going to get your contract tracing, all this sort of stuff. Yes. It's really wild. So let's talk to our tech guy about it, Dave Hatter. So what do we know about this, these fake contact tracers, uh, Dave? Apparently there's a, this is becoming a thing. Yeah, sadly it is. First off, as always, thanks for having me on. And, you know, it just sure. goes to show that whenever there's an opportunity for uh, bad folks to take advantage of good folks, they'll do it. So um, the FTC recently reported Americans have lost around $70 million as a result of coronavirus-related fraud. I mean, we've talked about some of these before, and there's plenty of examples out there around the PPP program and the stimulus program. It really is sad. Um, You know, malware that you get through phishing because someone tells you that you've been infected and you need to download this form and go get a test. And this is sort of a play off that. So as contact tracing ramps up, and various state governments are hiring people to go out and try to figure out if, if you have it, who have you been exposed to, so they can understand where it might be. Um, you know, and again, whether you, you can argue the legitimacy of that as a separate topic, it is a real thing. Contact tracing has been around for a long time, uh, even before any technology. But the, the bad guys are leveraging this now, and they're, they're using phishing and uh, what's known as smishing, text-based phishing messages, where, you know, they'll send something out, they'll claim you've been exposed, they claim there was a government, they're trying to do some kind of contact tracing, and, you know, that might lead to malware, or in some cases, it might lead you to a website, a spook site that looks like a real healthcare site, um, and, you know, they're going to try to collect as much information from you as they can, they might try to break into your bank account or identity theft. I think one of the more devious angles of this, though, because I think a lot of people are aware of phishing, and, you know, the, the ultimate advice is always going to be the same. Be skeptical and stop, think, and protect, right? Stop. It, does this seem real? If it's urgent, if it's telling you you need to do something right away, right off the bat, you should, you should doubt that. But the more devious thing they're doing is robocalls, right? They call you. Sometimes they'll have a spoof phone number. You know, it's not too hard to figure out who the health agencies are in your area. Um, That's the thing, you know, and I'm, hey, hey, Dave, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I notice that all the time. Like both my, I still have a landline and also the uh, prefix on my cell. Something always comes in on those two prefixes. Like I'm supposed to know that person because it's around me. Well, they're probably calling from, hell, I don't know. You know, Czechoslovakia yeah. or whatever, whatever's going on over in Eastern Europe right now, but it's coming in from somewhere not here. Yeah, I think it's it's very important to point out it's not hard for the bad guys to spoof phone numbers the same way they can spoof an email address. So whether it's a text message or it's a voicemail or an incoming call, you know, you should doubt that phone number. The, the best advice I have for people is, you know, let the let any call you get from a number you don't immediately recognize, just go to voicemail. If it's that important, they'll call you back, right? Let them leave a voicemail, but then that's where you need to be careful because, you know, these folks are bad. They'll claim to be from the Hamilton County Health Department or the Kenton County Health Department or whatever. And, you know, that's where, again, you have to stop, think, and protect yourself. My advice would be if you get a call like that, it could very well be a legitimate contact tracing call. But don't call the numbers in there. You go on your own, look up the Hamilton County Health Department. Get a phone number off their legitimate website. Call that number and say, I got this call. Could this be legitimate? Because, you know, again, these people are evil. They want to steal your identity. They want to steal your money. They'll tell you whatever sort of egregious lies they have to. And they're very good using this sort of technology to, as Rocky said, you know, 
play on people who are vulnerable and are already concerned about this or folks that want to help. So if you're in either one of those buckets, you need to be extremely skeptical and realize it's not that difficult for the bad guys to do this. And, you know, many government agencies continue to warn about these scams, and this is just one of the latest ones to try to leverage COVID-19. So, Dave, I'm still not quite sure exactly how, how this one works. So what do they say? They'll call you and say, hey, um, one of your coworkers, uh, John Doe, has come down with COVID-19, and he's right. in the hospital, and we know that you've been around him. So I, 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 how, how, does it, how does it work? I'm not quite understanding that. Could be something like that. Now, everything I've read says a legitimate tracer will not will not tell you the name of the person that you have okay. potentially been exposed to because under HIPAA they have to protect that information. So right, right off the bat, if you get a call where they claim to be or they're saying that you were exposed to Dave Hatter or whatever, that's a very strong red flag that it's a scam. You know, if you do talk to these people and they start going down a path where they start asking, like, your driver's license number, your social security number, your passport number, probably a scam. The government doesn't need that information. So, you know, again, probably your best bet is to have a high degree of skepticism. If they call you up, they claim to be contact tracing, and you talk to them or you call them back, right? Again, I'm saying you go to the website of this agency on your own, but if you talk to them, one of the first things I would ask is, tell me what information you have about me. You know, it's easy to say, can you confirm your name? What is your name? Right? right. They should have all that if they're calling you. If they don't know your name, they don't know your address, they don't know that sort of stuff, that's a strong red flag to me, too. Now, keep in mind, there's been so many hacks and breaches. That information is, in many cases, readily available for most people. So just because they have it doesn't mean it's not a scam. But if they're asking you to verify this information and they don't know what it is, that's because they're trying to pry it out of you. So, again, you know, unfortunately, we live in an age where you have to be uber skeptical of, of any sort of unsolicited. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Phone calls, texts, or emails that you get, particularly if it's related to COVID-19 because the bad guys are really leveraging this at the moment. We're talking to Dave Hatter. And Dave, um, I think, um, obviously, the dead giveaway is if a contact tracer, quote unquote, calls you, if they're asking for any kind of money, then they're, yeah, it's yeah. not real, right? I mean, come on. That, yeah, that's a scam. I mean, if they start asking you for any sort of financial information, your bank account information, yeah, uh, you I know, very they ask sort of, for twenty bucks, it's a scam. Yeah, it's a scam. I would just hang up at that point. And, and ideally, I would recommend you go to IC three, the Internet Crime Complaint Center, which the FBI runs, and report it. Um, you know, they're probably not going to be able to catch these people and prosecute them, but at least they're aware that these scams are ongoing and they can help spread the word so other folks don't fall prey to this stuff. Because it just never ends. Right. You know, the, the, the bad guys are very crafty. They're very devious and, frankly, really evil, and they're constantly coming up with these new ways to, to, to defraud people, unfortunately. All right, Dave. Always a pleasure, buddy. Thanks so much for talking to us. Good old guys. Thanks. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Dave. Thank you. You too. There's our tech guy, Dave Hatter. So, yeah, isn't it sad, though, when stuff like this happens? Like I said, uh, I remember that stuff happening at, during 9-11, and uh, I really got upset about all that stuff.
that was sickening. Oh, it, it totally is, but and that's why they're they're criminals. You know, they 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 do it in times when a, a, you know a real human being would never think of to, to do something like that, right? But that's look. I, I just think in general, if you can, you know, never give away your social security number over the phone and never give away your no. bank account account number over the phone. If you do that, you're ninety nine percent percent of the time you're gonna never find yourself in a situation where you're being scammed on the online. Well, Rock, uh, you know, sadly, you can't give your mom's maiden name or your first pet's name or where you grew up or your sister's birthday. People people will track it down. Yeah, that's 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 the thing. It really is. All right, we check in with traffic now. Rob, what's going on? Really sad thing is that uh you know, the elder, elderly are huge targets for giving information out over the well, phone because they're so trusting. See, that's what honks me off, because a lot of the older folks aren't going to get this at all, right? And No. And, and, I mean, if somebody calls me with that stuff, I'm like, Yo, okay, Boris, <laughs> you're calling from New Jersey. <laughs> no, I, I'm not going to talk to you. Right. But a lot of elderly people just are not that technical savvy, savvy, and they don't know that those types of scams even exist. Yeah, and that's why we just try to keep getting the word out, right? You know, if you're listening to this show or you know every other yeah. show on our network uh, talks about it, you, you can't fall well, for your stuff. You got to got to be aware. And talk to your parents. It's sad man. that you Tell have them. to you have to be yeah. a, a, a cynical human being right now. But oh yeah, it's it it doesn't hurt you. <laughs> but yeah, it's true. It's, it is sad. It's called survival mode. You you have to transition to that. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. From the UC Health Traffic Center, your actions can help save lives. Please help prevent the spread of COVID-19 by wearing a mask, practicing social distancing, and washing your hands often. Several problems continue on the highways. You've got about an 11-minute delay on southbound 75 as you approach Cooper in the Lachlan split. There's an accident there, and it's got you slow now toward Glendale-Milford. Northbound 71, an accident above Route 48 in Lebanon has about a 10-minute delay there. Westbound 275, an accident past the Lebanon Route 42 exit at Sharon Wood and you've got an accident westbound 275 past Madison Pike in the construction zone there. You've got about a 16-minute delay now from Taylor Mill in that area. Northbound 71, you're slow from 275 on up uh, toward Dixie Highway, and that's slowing you down by about seven minutes. Southbound 75, heavy from Hopple, 15 minutes down into the cut in the hill. Rob Williams, News Radio 700 WLW. So, Rock, we've been seeing a lot of stories on the news about Karen. <laughs> you know, an unfortunate Al- name these days. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I told you a story about my friend named Karen. She's like, apologize to a lady. I know my name is Karen, but I'm not really that Karen. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> so this is reverse Karen. This oh, guy boy. takes okay. his kids. He's got like he's got like three or four kids in the car. So he goes to the Dairy Queen. Go to DQ, right? You just want to get some blizzards for your kids. I love me a good blizzard, don't you? Oh, man, those are good. Oh, heck yeah. Get all that. Do you pile all the junk in there and mix it up? So he goes and he's uh, going through the drive through so he pays and he goes to the next window where they give you your stuff. Well, he's uh, he sees them and they're milling around, and the lady who's going to give them their food isn't wearing a mask. Well, in New York, 
and this is, yeah, I don't know, upstate, wherever. And uh, they're, they're obligated to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. And so the guy goes, you know, hey, uh, shouldn't you be wearing a mask when she's giving him the food? And so she she gives him attitude. And uh, he's like, you know, says I'm like, oh, okay, Karen. And uh, the, the lady who is a manager named Deb. Yeah. Uh, Another unfortunate said, you want me name. to be a, you want me to be a Karen? I'll be a Karen. And uh, so <laughs> she, <laughs> I guess the guy hadn't paid yet. He had ordered and then moved on. He was supposed to pay there. So, uh, yeah, this is great customer service. She uh, hands, you know, he gives her the money and uh, he wants his, he, you know, they got to give him change back. And this manager, Deb, says, quote, give him his effing money, get him the F out of here, and you don't come back. <laughs> That's strong, man. People are losing it, man. It's just crazy how they treat each other these days, man. Right? And and to top it all off, the uh, guy says, you know what? Put your mask on before you get your employees sick. And the and this guy's taking a video of it all, as everybody always does apparently now. The manager can be seen giving him the finger through the glass. <laughs> This is the manager. It, it's <laughs> nuts. And people got to realize, and with all these videos, and there's how many a day? Like 10 a day of these people losing it, and whether not it's easily. for wearing a mask or not wanting to wear one, whatever it is. Do people not realize, we talk about this all the time, you are always on camera these days, right? Right. Everywhere right. you go, you're on camera, and if there is one person in the room, the, the the chance of them of the ease of that person whipping out their cell phone and hitting play on it or hitting record is so simple. You just you just got to realize that before you freak out because people will then use that. It'll go viral, and a lot of times the whole the reality of the situation won't get captured. But what will get captured is you acting like an idiot on camera, right? Well, I just saw a video of a guy in Florida. Go figure. I forget what it was like a Walmart or a Costco or something. And he's going monkey shines on this, on this poor lady who, an older lady who just said, you need to wear a mask. And the guy, um, goes nuts on her. You're getting too close to me. He's poking his finger at her and all this stuff. Well, that went viral. And he got fired from his job. Now see, yeah. think about this stuff before you do that stuff. Because there are consequences. Totally. And, and and I think that's unfortunate that, you know, someone can catch a, a small snippet of your life when, you know, most of the time you're doing everything right and use that to get you fired. I think that's unfortunate no matter what, what, you're, what side you're on or what you're doing. Right. But that's the reality, though, right? That is the reality is anymore companies get so much pressure anymore. I'm like, hey, you got this employee that, that you, you know, that uh, works for you here is yelling at some poor old woman for wearing a mask or not wearing a mask or wearing the mask the wrong way, whatever it is. It's, uh, it's, it's tough out there. You always got to know you are on camera. Just operate under the assumption. If you're outside, you're in public, you are on camera no matter what. 
Well, I like to pretend I am just because it kind of turns me on. <laughs> We're not talking about that kind of camera, the one you have. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Anyways, uh, we <laughs> go to the news now. News Radio 700 WLW. Rock, the holy grail right now is a vaccine for COVID. Let's face it. Yeah. It's not likely, but that's, look, I think that would obviously change the whole dynamic of this thing. But uh, there is some some positive news out there. I mean, look, even hydroxychloroquine has now been shown to have some positive effects for some people. For some people, it's not good. But there's there's some things that were, you know, through trial and error here, we're finding out that works. And I guess one of the first trial vaccines is also showing some promise. Let's talk to our friend from ABC, Alex Stone, about it. Alex, what are we seeing? You're talking about the first candidate for, is it, well, it's from the company Moderna. I don't know what it's called or the uh, drug itself, but what are we hearing here? Yeah, so, uh, hey, guys, it was back in March when uh, they went into phase one trials uh, of their drug, uh, Moderna's drug, and Moderna pretty much an unheard of biotech company in the Boston area that they quickly came to market. Their stock shot up. It's gone back down, but... They were the first ones to say, okay, we're ready to go. And in March, Jennifer Haller, she got injected with that, that first vaccine, 43 years old, lives in the Seattle area, and here's what she's telling us now that she feels pretty darn good. It's been 16 weeks since I had the first, first dose. Now, that vaccine, uh, they're working with the NIH. They're hoping to go into phase three trials in the next couple of weeks, and that's when they begin injecting it into to thousands of people to wait to see how people do. Do they get sick? Do they show any side effects? Does it work? And that's a big part of phase three of figuring out, is it effective? And so far, she says that in the eight who initially got it in phase one, that uh, that it seems to be doing what it's supposed to do. Moderna released results a few, a few weeks ago that showed that the first eight of us have antibodies, and that presumably that means that, that the, the vaccine should be effective against the virus. But remember, nobody really knows, guys, yet if having the antibodies will ward off COVID and to what level of antibodies you have to have in your system to, to make it effective. But that what they're trying to do is create those antibodies, and... About 150 vaccines are in development around the world. Big companies, AstraZeneca, Pfizer, they're among those. And we have to see who's going to do it. Pfizer's saying that they, if they get approval with the German company they're working with, they think they can get that approval by the end of the year. They could have 100 million doses ready to go by the end of the year and a billion by next year that they think they're going down the right road. But they've never come up with a vaccine for the common cold, which is a coronavirus. And they may be able to do it in this case, or maybe in the end we'll find out that they weren't able to do it, but they say that they are making progress. I mean, this is amazing news, but when it comes to this, the real test is going to be giving someone the vaccine and then exposing them to coronavirus. Has that been done, or are are people still nervous about doing that? Yeah, so that strategy would be called a challenge trial, where they actually inject them with coronavirus or put them in Mm -hmm. a high-risk situation. And none of the companies are being allowed to do that. There are some smaller ones who have said, let us do it, that we will inject people with COVID-19. And the FDA has said, and the Trump administration has said, no, 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 that that's not what they do in science, that they would never, it's not considered safe to give somebody a deadly virus when there is no cure for it. So instead, what they're going to do is, in this phase three, most likely for Moderna and Pfizer and then eventually some of the others, that thousands of people will get the vaccine the thinking being that 
thousands of people in different areas of the country that typically probably somebody in that group, if they didn't have it, would end up getting COVID-19. Now, do you give it to thousands and a 100 still get COVID-19? Well, that's going to show you that maybe the vaccine isn't that effective or that it isn't going down the right road. Do they say, well, everybody got the antibodies, but still people got it? Then you're going to know that the antibodies aren't going to fix the problem. You know, as we've been wondering, will the antibodies give you some immunity or do they give it to the thousands and those thousands don't get COVID-19? That's the hope that they've got. So that's kind of the replacement for injecting somebody is you give it to so many people that just based on the numbers in Arizona and California and Texas and Florida, that probably somebody in that group would get it otherwise. So, Alex, I, I see here uh, the thing you sent is over 150 vaccines are in the process? Yeah, so about 20 of those 150 are being tested on humans right now around the world, and 150, all kinds of different companies, uh, they're all, I mean, you know, from the U.S. to China to Italy to Germany, they're all coming up with ideas. In fact, this is uh, Dr. James Kublin. He's the head of the COVID-19 Prevention Network, and he says what all of these companies are doing is pretty darn amazing. So it's a long, arduous process that has never been accelerated to the extent that we are now. We expect to, you know, push through efficacy testing, phase three clinical trials, uh, in the coming months and hopefully have an answer by the end of the year. And Pfizer says they really think by the end of the year that they could have this together, do 100 million doses by the end of the year, a billion by next year. You know, we'll have to see. There's one guy in Maryland today who is taking part in the Pfizer study. He was injected a while back. He's claiming he is the first human 100% vaccinated against COVID-19 because the antibody levels in his system are so high right now. But doctors are saying, again, they don't know that. They just they don't know what the right antibody level is. And if it gives you any immunity, they don't know for sure. All right. With that, we'll let you go. Alex, thanks so much. You got it. Have a great weekend, guys. Thanks, You Alex. too, buddy. Alex Stone, ABC News. Boy, so, how yeah. amazing would this be, Ed? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, and look, there's he's 150 companies working on this. I bet there's even more that are you know trying stuff out. Um, it, look, the the free market is going to get us through this, right? It's going to be some company wow. finding a way and using funding to figure this sort of thing out. And uh, this is good. This is very positive news in an age when all the damn news concerning COVID is negative. This is positive. That's good. Thank you. Well, that's what I'm saying. If you're a pharma company and you're not working on this, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> right. This is this is the uh, the Super Bowl on steroids, right? This is this is what you get right. into the, the business for other than the gobs of money. It's to is to defeat something like this. Absolutely. But what I what I said before, this is the holy grail here. If you can find this you know, the money will follow. You don't even have to worry about it anymore. No, no. Not only are you not, helping yeah. mankind here, but, shoot, you're going to make gobs of money. You don't even have to worry about that. But uh, everybody's chasing that uh, that tail, man. Yeah, but, but by chasing the money, that's when, you know, people don't want to hear it, but that's when good things happen. When folks are incentivized to, you know, make millions and billions of dollars, they'll, they'll work really, really know. hard and do some amazing things for humanity. It's great. You, you got the second part right. It's going to be billions, if not trillions of dollars selling this stuff. For Think about it, because this ain't going away. Think about that. Yeah, I, I, 
I'd be happy if someone became a trillionaire because they came up with the damn vaccine because everybody wins, right? right? That guy wins, that girl wins, and and we all win. It's wonderful. It's amazing. That's what I'm saying. Like I said, this disease isn't going anywhere. So this will the vaccine will be around for uh, well until the virus outgrows it, but it's still going to be there, and they can add on to the vaccine, and on and on it goes. Bang. So coming up here is we're all sitting around our house with nowhere to go and nothing to do. Uh, we're going to be talking movies, but now we got traffic. Rob, what is going? I was just reading something today that said masks will be around for probably the next two years. Doubt it. Ain't Good luck with that. That'll make Ain't everybody happy. happy. No, and it's not. funny with, with the masks. You know, we're, we're doing this on a, a, uh, a virus that came from China, and all the stupid masks you can get are coming from China. Yeah, that's a problem. So is all of our antibiotics. So is all. Uh, I mean, most of our drugs are made in, in China. I mean, figure it out. That's a major that's, problem. It's a wake up call here. Totally. That's is. why I hate having to buy these masks because you don't know if you're supporting China in that or not. Yeah, it's wild. We'll see. From the UC Health Traffic Center, your actions can help save lives. Please help prevent the spread of COVID-19 by wearing a mask, practicing social distancing, and washing your hands often. Still working on an accident on southbound 75 in the Lachlan split. The problem is they've got two lanes blocked, the left two lanes, so only one lane getting through there in Lachlan. And it's got you slow now back toward 275, and the delay now is up to 25 minutes. Again, that's south 25 approaching the Lachlan split. Your slow southbound 71 because... Between Taft and the Lytle Tunnel, your delays due to construction, 13 minutes westbound 275 from Taylor Mill, 15 on southbound 75 from Harrison, 5 minutes northbound from 275 in Erliner. I'm Rob Williams, News Radio 700 WLW. Hey, Rocky, you're stuck at home this weekend. You want to watch some movies, right? Well... That's the only option for you. I don't even. Are the theaters still open, or do they reclose those? I don't even know. I do not know. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick, so I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Maybe our, our, our guest knows. Uh, Kevin Carr, fat guy, is at the movies. Kevin, are, are movie theaters open in some states, all states, mass restrictions? What is it? Well, it's, it's, it's a mixture of everything. I mean, obviously the drive-in theaters are still open because you can socially distance through those. And independent private theaters are are open. Uh, I'm not sure about in the tri-state area which ones are open, but the big chains are still closed because they need to bring in a lot of people for, like, uh, you know, for, like, Newport on the Levee to open that one. AMC right. has to, you know, you really have to pack that one up. Uh, but, you know, I, I don't know if the Esquire's open. I mean, that's, uh, that's independently owned, so... Yeah, Cool you know, yeah. yeah, it just depends. I, you know, like, but I, I'm sure you can find a drive-in here or there. Uh, so if there is a, you know, sort of a mom and pop theater, it is possible that they're open uh, with uh, restrictions. 
So what's out there this weekend? There are a couple of good movies, right? There's actually, this is a good weekend for movies. The first one uh, that, that's kind of highest on my radar is uh, Greyhound, and that's the one with Tom Hanks. He plays yeah. a battleship captain who is trying to protect a convoy going uh, to Europe during World War II through the Atlantic, and of course there's uh, the wolf pack of German submarines coming after him, and he's got to fight that. And it's uh, it's it's really a good it's a it's a fantastically done movie, uh, a great at the seas World War II film where it's uh, it's scary, it's uh, it's riveting, it's exciting. There's a little bit at the beginning and a little bit at the end that doesn't take place on the water, but pretty much everything is uh, you know in the bridge on the decks of the ship. Uh, it, it really puts you in there, and in a way, it's a little bit of a shame that that didn't get a go to theaters because it would have made it a great thing to watch on the big screen, but Apple TV Plus snatched it up, and so that's the only place to see it. And so if you haven't gotten Apple TV Plus, it might be worth it just to check that one out this this weekend and maybe do either a trial or, or a month subscription, and then you can poke around for the rest of the stuff if you're waiting for an excuse to get it. Now, now Kevin, was was this movie and some of these other movies that have been coming out were these made when it, before COVID and it was like, okay, we're making a big budget movie to go to the screen? Are these movies that are coming out now made? I, I assume they're, you know, that's, that's not enough time, right? But I assume they're not made right now to go straight to. Uh, video on demand, correct? No, no. Right now, a lot of productions have shut down, and e- even certain ones. Okay. Like I just read an article the other day or yesterday that uh, the third Jurassic World movie, which just started up production, uh, they had crew a crew member or members test positive for COVID, so they're dealing with that. And I know that there was a uh, a stumble in getting this movie that Michael Bay was doing. So production hasn't quite ramped up yet, and I, I think we're still going to be seeing ebbing and flowing through that, especially when you look at the numbers in California and having to follow whatever their their local uh, and, and county health departments are going to say about uh, running the production. So right now, production's still on hold. This is stuff that was already in the pipeline ready to go. How about this Old Guard movie? I've been seeing some ads for this. It looks kind of cool. Yeah, this one is on Netflix. So it, unlike uh, Greyhound, which is on, you'd have to get a subscription to Apple TV+. Plus. If you already got a subscription to Netflix, you don't have to pay any extra. You just can watch it tonight. It stars Charlie Theron as one of, in a team of immortal warriors, basically. It's based on a comic book, and they're trying to start this franchise through that, uh, where they kind of are mercenaries that do good and try and help uh, help out the human race, so to speak. Uh, it's a um, it's an action movie, and I think Charlie Theron's great in action movies. I, I'd watch, like, an entire series of her being a female John Wick. I, I, I would love that kind of stuff. Uh, yes. And the action's good in this. The, the writing's not so good. It's really clunky and uneven when you, when you don't have, you know, people, you know, kicking other people and shooting other people. It, it does kind of stumble around a bit. But, you know, it, it, for sort of that throwaway action movie for a Friday night, uh, it's not bad. See, I can watch her in anything, quite honestly. I can watch her in anything or out of anything. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, yeah Kevin, there you go, boss. And, and, and quickly, uh, Kevin, do we have any more at all? 
there's one other movie called Relic, which is a smaller independent IFC midnight movie. Uh, it's about a woman who is with her daughter is trying to find her mother who's disappeared from her house in the middle of the woods. And when they find her, there's something weird about her. They don't know if there's possession or if there's a ghost or if there's a haunting or whatever. So it's a slow burn horror movie in this house. But it also has this interesting subtext of uh, of sort of reflecting on what it's like to have to take care of an, an older relative, especially one that has cognitive issues or maybe dementia, and, and how that changes their personality and the toll that that takes on the family. So uh, a, a good horror movie, I always think, has stuff on the surface that, that can be taken just as a surface horror film, but can also have that subtext. It can be talking about something else, which is kind of interesting. All right. With that, we'll let you go. Kevin, thanks so much, buddy. People want to find out more. Where can they go? Just go to fatguysthemovies.com. Thanks, Kevin. All righty. Thanks, buddy. Kevin Carr, our movie guy. And, Rock, coming up here, we want to talk about your favorite movie quote. And I'm not talking about, you know, it's too easy to do, here's Johnny, or you can't handle the truth. Or, you know, I'll be your Huckleberry, something like that. Just some little thing <laughs> that's stuck in your brain from a movie. How about that? That one, or, or maybe even, yeah, along with that, uh, one that you often use, right? Like, what's your go-to oh, yes. like when you're, you yeah. know, that, that sort of thing. But I like the caveat of not like the, the super famous popular one. Give me one unique. Yeah. Everybody can do that, but we want yours. Seven four nine seven thousand eight hundred, the big one. Pound seven hundred on AT and T. But now the news. News Radio seven hundred WLW. Eddie and Rocky, as we like to do this time every Friday, are talking about movie quotes, and not the easy ones. You know. Here's Johnny or any of that stuff. You can't handle the truth and and all that. You know, there's no crying in baseball. Okay, we've heard them all. We're just talking about those sideways things you like, right? Uh, 7497,800, the big one, pound 700 on AT&T. Now, I'll I'll give you mine. I usually wait until the end, but I don't think anybody's going to have this one, so I'll go ahead and say it. Okay. Tombstone. Mm-hmm. So, you know, everybody always says, I'll be your Huckleberry and this and that and the other. Mm-hmm. There's that scene where Wyatt is pretending to leave town with his family, right? Yeah. And we, yeah, at the time, you don't know he's pretending. Hey, spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> but so he's going out there and he stops in front of the saloon or whatever it is. And Ringo, Johnny Ringo. <laughs> And Curly Bill are sitting there. I know what you're going to say. Yeah. And right. <laughs> and he stops in front of him and gives him the big, I just want you to know it's over. And da, 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 da. And da. It's very impassioned, like, 30-second <laughs> speech. And Curly Bill just goes, well, bye. <laughs> That's the best. That is the best. I love that, man. Damn. That's oh. <laughs> I just... I, anytime I leave the house now, I'll just go to the <laughs> garage door and go, okay, see you later. Love you. And I'll just turn around and go, well, bye. <laughs> She's like, all right, enough. She loves that. She loves that, I'm sure. <laughs> That's a great one. Good deal. Now, now going to your calls. All right, first up, hey, Ken, what do you have, buddy? What's yours? Could be worse. Could be raining. 
<laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Really? Oh, wh- what is that from? A young Frankenstein when they're digging the digging that body up. Yes. I've never seen it. You know what? A funny scenario. <laughs> Ken, I just watched that not too long ago. Yeah, they're down at they're down in the grave and it's like oh, it sucks. And he's like, uh, yeah, this could be worse. It could be rain. All of a sudden, and it just starts pouring rain on him. All right, let's go. Thank you. Let's go to uh, Carl. Carl, what do you got, buddy? Are you not entertained? A perfect uh, that's role a good for Rocky. one. Yes. Perfect role for Rocky. That's a good one. That's a great one. He throws that sword over the wall there, like, yeah. Oh, great. Gladiator. Gladiator. <laughs> yeah. Oh, perfect role for See, Rocky. <laughs> yes, man. Yeah, I, Carl, I, sign I, me I up agree. for Gladiator too. I, I will. I will put my name in the hat for that. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. A redheaded. All right. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, uh, and I'll be and I'll be the emperor. I'll play that Joaquin Phoenix role, and uh, you can play the you, uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, him, yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, Monty, what's going on, buddy? What do you got? Not bad, thrilled. It's uh, not PC, but in Woody Allen's movie, the uh, played against Sam. He's playing his usually usual love lord, nevish that can't get the girl he likes. And the ghost of Sam Spade is giving him romantic advice. And so Sam Spade says, Woody Allen's only two things that Dame understands, a slap in the mouth or a slug for 45. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, totally, I remember that. <laughs> See, that's, uh, you know, you couldn't do that now. Oh, God, Back in the me? day, I mean... You see, so you know. Well, I'm. Don't get me started on all that PC stuff. Hey, Jim, how about you? Your favorite movie quote? Hey guys, remember the second Alien movie where a Sigourney Weaver comes out in that exoskeleton uh, forklift out of the door? Oh yes, yes. And then, and they, she says to the Queen, uh, the Queen Alien, "Get away from her, you bleep." That iconic line, Ed. You know what he's talking about, right? That that is an iconic. Oh, absolutely! Scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the best. To, that's a very good one. I don't want to say the B word on your show, but I think that's just great. No, I agree with well, you, Jim. And, that's a classic. And thanks yeah. for Jim for <laughs> protecting uh, Rocky because he says it all the time. Hey, uh, Wayne, how about you, buddy? What do you have? Hey, um, first time, in a long time. Love you guys. Uh, Thanks, man. Outlaw Josie Wales, Clint Eastwood. You boys going to pull those pistols or whistle Dixie? That's a great one. Yeah. <laughs> that is a good one, man. <laughs> I like I love that. That's a great one. So right, let's take some more. What do we got? Uh, Rita next. Rita, how about you? What do you have? You're killing me, Smalls, from the Sandlot. <laughs> oh, classic! Yeah, that's a good one. You, you gotta, yeah, throw it out there at least once every other practice at baseball. You, you got to do it, especially if you're working with young kids like I am. <laughs> well, that's, that's why I say it all the time at work. Yeah, there you you're, go. Yeah, well, that's that applies to everything. Yep. So, Rock and and thanks, Rita. You're uh, 
Do you drop the, you, so you drop that on the little kids? I can't say that I didn't do that when I was coaching uh, Little League. <laughs> <laughs> You're yeah, killing me, Smalls. You Get off the ground and quit eating ants. Come on, man. Right. <laughs> you more say it under your breath. <laughs> and it's usually my kid that I'm one of the one I'm talk, talking about. Oh, <laughs> uh, hey Gary, how about you, buddy? Your favorite movie quote? Hey Eddie, Rocky, love you guys. Listen every day. Uh, Thanks, buddy. Rocky may be too young, but I'm I'm gonna try it anyway. And here's the quote: Sometimes nothing can be a real cool hand. Cool hand, Luke, right? Cool hand, Luke, playing the card game. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah. That's, to play play all that's, all that's a great movie, Gary. Thanks, buddy. Uh, yeah. And you're you. uh, now, Cool Hand Luke is one of the. I it's one of those movies that I've told my kids, you got to watch this movie. They're like, do you like it? I'm like, I love it. Now, if it's a Tarantino movie, they're like, we tr- we trust your judgment. <laughs> if it's some old movie like that, they're like, nah, thanks, Dad, but yeah, no. I'm doing it. Yeah. I was trying to Good talk movie. him into watching Bonnie and Clyde one time. I was like, a lot of people get shot and stuff. It's pretty cool. They're like, <laughs> no, if you like it, it, I'm not in. Yeah, I think they, they probably have a – I think that generation has a cutoff at about 1980, right? Anything before that, they're oh, Are you kidding me? Right? My my kids have a hard time watching Back to the Future because they're like, this movie's so old, the future is now. I was like, I can't argue with you. Point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your favorite movie quote, 749-7800, the big one, pound 700 on AT&T. But now we check traffic. Uh, Rob, what's going on? Your movie quote, if you had to pull one out of your... Back with Eddie and Rocky talking about your favorite movie quote. Now, we'll get to Rocky's here in a minute. I gave mine earlier, and it's just, uh, you know, I won't go into the whole thing, but it's Curly Bill, and if you've seen Tombstone, you know the scene I'm talking about where Wyatt Earp gives him the whole impassioned speech about leaving town, and Curly Bill just stares at him and goes, well, bye. So how about <laughs> yours? I, I just love that scene. Uh, let's go to uh, Mark. Mark, how about you, buddy? What's your uh, What's your favorite? Yeah, All right. How about Shirley? Shirley, you there? <laughs> Yo, Shirley. Hello. Okay, is, is this more? You sound like Shirley, but far away. <laughs> Go ahead. Whatever you want to call yourself. All right, Matt, let's, let's go to Shirley. I don't think uh, Mark's on the same page as us. Let's go to Steve. Steve, how about you? We'll, we'll get one yet. Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? <laughs> Come on, man. Robert De Niro's first movie. Are you talking to me? Taxi driver, right? Taxi driver, man. Taxi driver. driver. That movie is really, 
That movie is messed up, man. I love it, though. I got to tell you, that's really Eddie, cool. I think it's more old school. I think you know what it was. Are you talking to me? Talking to me? <laughs> Good one. Well, see, did you ever see that, Rock? I, I did. And count that as a movie that everyone loved that I thought was just okay. Wow. Okay. Well, we got to do this topic because you and I can break all this down. <laughs> we might not even take calls. You and I will just argue about all these Argue. Movies. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, how about Kristen? Kristen, are you there? <laughs> We've lost everybody. Oh, Jeez. shoot. Hey, Rick, are you there? That's it. <laughs> Come on, Matt. What's going uh, on? <laughs> is everybody uh, is everybody dropping out here? Is it Dan? Here. All right, Dan. What do you got, man? Uh, Bruce Willis. Yippee ki yay! That's a, that's an iconic one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, oh well, yeah, well, yeah. I, I wish we could finish the line, but you do, you ever <laughs> see that movie on like? TBS or something where they edit it. Where they edit it. Uh, check this out. We were uh, we were watching it and um, I was like, I just want to see what they do about this on regular television. And it's like, and it's not even the same. Not even trying to replicate Bruce Willis's voice in any uh, stretch. It's like, and you hear him go, "Yippee ki yay!" And this voice comes in and goes, Mr. Falcon. It's <laughs> like <laughs> so some guy, they said, here, just say this line. <laughs> it doesn't even make sense. That's hilarious. Uh, let's uh, go to Kristen. Kristen, are you there? <laughs> hey, Brian, how about you? We're, they're dropping like flies on us here. It puts the lotion in the basket. <laughs> yeah. That's a funny one. Not I, so funny I can't tell funny. you. I can't tell you how many times I've used that line on my wife. She never thinks it's funny. <laughs> All right, thanks, buddy. So, Rock, let's close out uh, this segment because we got the Matteries coming up here. What's yours? I'll give you two. One of them is um, the scene in Unforgiven where he goes in and he shoots the uh, saloon owner. And, they, and uh, Gene Hagman goes, you just shot an unarmed man. He says, well, he should have armed himself. <laughs> I love that one. That's always pretty <laughs> yeah, good. That's good. Kind of like, duh. And then, of course, my favorite movie of all time, um, Predator. If it bleeds, ah. we can kill it. And by the way, half my baseball team quotes that movie, and every parent, especially the moms, are just overjoyed by that fact that I have spread that, and my son has spread that. But uh, anyway, that's a classic. If it bleeds, we can kill it. How did I know that that, that predator was going to come up? It had to. I could. I could. There was like twenty. I had to sort through which one I thought was best. Oh dang! Uh, we move on to the news. John Matter Reese is coming up. But now it is the news. News Radio 700 WLW. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. (laughs) 
The Chamba life is for everybody. So go to ChambaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChambaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.